So, okay, welcome back to a uh, another episode of uh, Joe's Coffee Chat Diet. Uh, um, and today, uh, at on November twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, uh, please be sure to share and subscribe to our page and wherever or wherever you found us. Now, let's get to the show. Let's going to pass over to you, Jennifer. Thank you, Emily, and welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in or watching us. Um, as you may have seen our first show uh, for Jaws Diet that's on Jaws Coffee Chat podcast, uh, you may recall uh, that we are basically introducing you to different foods that are free of four major allergens, gluten, soy, milk, and egg. And by milk, I mean dairy. Um, and so today, we're going to introduce you to what's called Daya cheddar cheese. And here it is as slices. Whoops. Oh, there we go. Do you see it, Emily? Uh, sort of. Sort of. I, I did for a minute there. Let's see, I got just this. Hi there. Go. Wait, I need to just turn off my background. Okay, now we'll see it a lot better. Yep. Can you read it now? Can you read it, Emily? Yep. Okay, everybody. So if you're seeing this, uh, and the Daya is, is a brand that is dairy-free, gluten-free, and soy-free. It's all vegan for those of you that uh, may just um, not be fans of animal products. Um, reading the back, I can tell you that not only is it free of four major allergens, but it's also relatively healthy cheese because... It has 40% of vitamin B12 in one slice, as well as it has, um, for those of us who are athletes and like to work out, we need some uh, sodium in our diet. And it has 7%, or in other words, 170 milligrams, while zero sugar um, and only 60 calories for one slice of cheese, if you maybe want to make a grilled cheese sandwich using Daya's uh, sliced cheddar cheese. Um, and here you can... Can you read that, Emily? Yes. Okay, everybody, so here you can see those nutritious facts I'm reading are on the back. See all down in here? Down here in the bottom are the the vitamins and minerals versus there's a protein and the sodium. And you see zero sugar. So it's relatively healthy. Um, and it doesn't have any allergens, or at least there's no warnings of any. Uh, even though I will admit there's coconut oil as one ingredient. So if anybody's allergic to coconut, it would not be the preference but um, anyway, so it's delicious. It, it's um, this one I got is the cheddar style slices. While um, this other one I have is the 
cheddar style you can probably see here it's in shreds it's shredded cheddar instead of slices but see it's that same dia brand which is d a i y a that's how you spell the um brand so this one that's the shreds has 15% of calcium, that's 164 milligrams of calcium per serving. Um, and it has 10% sodium or 240 milligrams, which is healthy for those of us that are athletes because we need to replenish the sodium that comes out in our uh, sweat. Um, there's 23 grams of potassium and it's in... Um, there's only 80 calories per serving of the shredded uh, style cheddar. And everything by the Daya brand is gluten, milk, like dairy milk, soy, and egg-free. So in the, in the coming episodes, at some point, I will show you the pizza and a lot of other delicious foods that generally have all four allergens but are other things by the Daya brand that are free of those four allergens, free of gluten, soy, milk, and egg. This is how I make my broccoli and cheese. Fresh broccoli or frozen broccoli, and after I cook it, I throw the shredded cheese on top by Daya, and uh, then maybe nook it in the microwave just to melt the cheese. I will admit, the vegan cheese, no matter which brand you get, if it's allergen-free, it is a lot harder to melt. But even if it's not all the way melted, it has a really good melted flavor to it. Uh, in addition to, for those of us that like fresh sandwiches, uh, they're just cold and on the go, that this, the sliced cheese like this is really delicious for... Um, just throwing in your lunch if you're on the go and you can't really cook, maybe at work or wherever that you're going to be and need a, a sandwich instead of something hot for lunch. Um, all of these do great, in my opinion, of feeling that craving and void of not being able to eat uh, cheese that is traditionally made with the allergens. Um so to me, this is the perfect solution for having all my all my uh, allergies and still being able to have favorites like broccoli and cheese or grilled cheese sandwich and others you could probably think of. Kurt and Emily, do you have any questions? Uh, I'm not sure about necessarily question at the moment, but uh, any comments? Uh, but I, I mean, I have seen. Um, that brand in the stores. Like, there's. Did you um, realize it was allergen free? I don't think I realized that, but I mean, I've seen the brand um, in stores before. So, Harry, what about you? Uh, so I'm trying to keep track. Emily, when you say you see the brand in the stores, are you talking about Asaya? No, the word. No, the... you're not here. Well, yeah, I just I've presented seen, for like, what, 10 minutes? I've seen the oh, wait, you... Yeah, when you said that, um, I was thinking of Asaya, A-S-E-A. So I... <laughs> I uh, misheard um, what was being presented. So okay. So, but in yeah, do you want me to show you, Kurt? I guess it's a confession you weren't watching. See, <laughs> there it did is. you see me present this, Kurt? 
No, I was looking away when when you uh, did that. No. Okay, that was a confession because I this mm -hmm. is what I was reading. Gotcha. See here, this one yep. is the same thing as slices. And you may see on the bottom of the screen, I now have it written out. Daya vegan cheese. Awesome. Yep, I do see that. Good stuff. Do you have any comments or questions or anything related to my presentation and this product? Well, I mean, I guess I look at it from the side of, um, you know, nutrition and body chemistry and you know, part of, you know, the complete picture with diet and the vegan part of it and, you know, food choice is that, you know, when we do this right, you know, we have a chance to keep our body chemistry in an alkaline state, you know, which one way to think of it is we um, steer clear of acidity. Now, I know some fruits have acidity, and there are some foods that have an acid, you know, so, you know, that, you know, in its moderation, you know, shouldn't affect our pH level goal of steering clear of acidic. The thing that gets us in the wrong direction is the quote-unquote junk food, you know, getting, um, you know slanted towards the carbohydrates and you know um overdoing well desserts. but you may have heard but you may have heard i was i was talking about it being the topping on healthy stuff like broccoli and cheese where broccoli is the healthy part but broccoli and cheese is a southern favorite and um a lot of times at least in the south when we get sick we want a grilled cheese sandwich with uh tomato soup and so you may remember in this presentation, I presented the nutrients like how much calcium and other nutrients are in this day of cheese. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that, um, yes, you know, what you're presenting is very valuable. And I'm speaking to, you know, kind of, you know, from other parts of my life or whatever, just bringing it in here to say that that's where I see it fit. I see it fit because, you know, with what you're presenting and we eat that versus some of the other, you know. Um, Traditional cheese maybe that's a lot more fat. Well, I'm not even worried about choice of cheese at this point. I'm just saying in, in the scope of this being a show about diet and, you know, you're providing a food source for consumption and you think of other consumption uh, habits that are going on around the country or the world, you know, and this realm of junk food and snacking and, you know, chips and, you know, sugary foods and candies and stuff like that. When we, you know, make our healthy food choices, our body is getting what it needs and then it curbs um, appetite in a sense and, it helps us, um, you know, lose that experience of craving for, like I was saying, the junk foods and stuff like that and, you know, getting into a binge situation. So if we choose the right foods, our body gets what it needs, and then we don't worry about food anymore because our body already has what it needs and we can just go about our business for the day. So I'm just well, you're talking about, in other words, if we get the nutrients, we're not still hungry, so we have, so we don't eat or overeat overeat or like eat more often as far as because of our body saying hey yeah i got calories but i don't have nutrients i need that's why we might crave a third meal i mean we should eat three meals but why you might crave a fourth or fifth meal exactly and part of it too is where we can confuse hunger for thirst you know so that's where water consumption you know, and all of this stay is important because if we enjoy what you're presenting and then we have the right amount of water along with it, you know, that further sets us up for, um, you know, just being able to continue on with water consumption as needed and likely not to feel hungry until the next appropriate meal time. 
Right. And now let's also look at, I was presenting with the um, sodium because it, bringing it to attention for those who may be like me that do regular workouts, going to the gym three or four times a week, or maybe they actually are professional work, professional athletes or whatever. And those crowds of people need sodium because they depend upon how extremely active they are. They, they disperse a lot of their sodium and the more they sweat, the more sodium that exits their system, which is why the hypo, the hyponatremia I have or my low sodium condition is very common among athletes and others who do a lot of workout. Um, especially when it involves excessive sweating. So those that's why I presented the amount of sodium those in here that's got some, but is relatively low because it's like one of them was 7%, one was 10% sodium. But in that case, it's got that little bit without being very high in sodium for those who are working out regularly, who sweat a lot and their bodies need to be replenished of sodium while at the same time being low. So it's not um, very high risk for those who need to limit their sodium at the same time, because you're talking about seven or 10% that's not like um, some foods I eat that are 30 or 40% because of my low sodium condition. So I'm looking at it from both sides because it has some, but it's a low amount. Are you still with us, Kurt? Yes, I am. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I like everything that you're saying, and I'm curious what Emily has to say about all this. Any questions or comments, Emily? Uh, I'm not sure that I do at the moment. Okay. Good. I mean, I, I agree with, you know, going along with what Kurt was saying. Uh, it's, well, as far as acidity, well, um, what'd you say? Yeah, it, it makes sense. Well, as far as acidity for those, for those that are, um, they have uh, acid reflux, or often it's really called GERD, G-E-R-D, properly by doctors. Um, I would like to let you know that this is made using coconut oil. And coconut is defined as a, as a high acidic uh, type of food, the fruit itself, coconut as well as like the coconut oil, MCT oil, and other things that are derived from coconuts. Uh, and I will admit that coconut oil is the third ingredient on this food, the diet, the diet cheese and all that um, we're talking about today, the shredded and the uh, sliced um, diet cheese. So um, if you have acid reflux or GERD, you would need to uh, limit how much of this you put, how much of the shreds you put on your cheese, on your uh, broccoli, or maybe on tacos uh, or fajitas. Um, and I say fajitas, meaning like if you use corn tortillas and this kind of cheese, uh, on top of your meat, it would be uh, like a cheese taco or a fajita with maybe some um, grilled vegetables like onions and stuff that we like to top our fajitas with, only adding this kind of cheese and maybe some salsas to be uh, allergen free. 
Um, now fajitas, if you use a flour tortilla, the flour tortillas have have uh, gluten, so you would not want to eat fajitas if you uh, could not handle a corn tortilla. Because otherwise, if you use the flour, you suddenly have the gluten added in. Um, but that said, uh, also speaking on the idea of fajitas that you make using the shredded cheese, uh, um, often I know, at least in my family and social group, that beef fajitas are the most pre preferred and most popular, but also that's part to do with the fact that I live in Texas. Um, so speaking of that, beef or steak or other derivatives of beef um, are higher in acid uh, as far as GERD and acid reflux is concerned, uh, even though it, beef is also healthier because it has higher iron than chicken or other, um, what do they call that kind of meat, um, poultry, I guess. So it's healthier, but it's also, so beef is healthier, and in my preference, it tastes better, but it, it also, beef is more acidic. So it's one of the, one of the um, meats that we're told to avoid or highly reduce if we have GERD or acid reflux. And then again, I'm going on with that because the coconut oil or anything coconut ba based or derived is a high acidic ingredient that's only the third ingredient in diet cheese. Kurt, you got anything? Kurt, are you with us? Yeah, yep. I want to exchange a little bit with Emily. Emily, are you ready for this? We're going to do a little uh, Emily dialogue here. Are you ready? What do you got, Kurt? <clears throat> All right. So so you love your tacos, right? Sure, yes. <laughs> yep. So... So with your, your ongoing diet of tacos, what do you do to get all the nutrition that you need? How does that work for you? Um, I mean, I don't or do you not? What were you going to say, Jennifer? I said, or do you not track your nutrition? Because you seem hesitant. Uh... Well, tacos is not the only thing I eat. Um, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Kurt exaggerated that. Uh, but um, I've actually... Um, Um, been in to looking how about how I could, um, depending on or, uh, how to get any like more veggies or something into what I eat. How to get what? Uh, like more vegetables and so on. Oh, okay. Then, 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 then what I'm um, currently doing at the moment. Well, what do you think about how I gave the example of tacos or fajitas and you put grilled onions, maybe grilled uh, bell peppers as part of your topping, and then you've got the bell peppers and the onions as some vegetables. Other ways to get vegetables, if it, if you're eating fajitas or tacos, are uh, salsas, especially if they're homemade, because salsa generally has uh, 
tomatoes, even if it's the, the tomatillo salsa and it's green, which means it's tomatillos, which are green tomatoes, that's still a vegetable. Some people say it's a fruit, but either way, it's something nutritious uh, that you can get. And then if you eat salsa, it's also got some kind of peppers and onions and other vegetables. That would be an additional way to add vegetable to your taco or fajita. And then if you add guacamole or even just freshly sliced avocados, that's pretty popular to add to tacos, but also avocados are somewhere in between a vegetable and a fruit. Yeah. So what do you think of those as additional toppings that are popular, at least in Texas, to add to fajitas or tacos, but they're also sources of vegetables? Yeah, that's uh, something I look into. Uh, do the restaurants near things. you? Do the restaurants near you provide those kind of toppings? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay, so have you ever tried to date those restaurants? Yeah, I've had um, uh, onions and guacamole and stuff. Um, not in, not really in homemade tacos, but um, I um, have had it in a few things I like. I just haven't always gotten them on top of a, a taco. They told me tacos. So, something I could start doing a little more than I have. Well, what would you think of trying the Daya cheese on a grilled cheese sandwich or some other kind of sandwich you make that you like cheese on and trying the shredded adding to your taco and then give some feedback at our next episode? I could do that. I will admit it's hard to melt. So when you when you cook it, as far as trying to melt the cheese, don't get it all the way liquid or you'll burn whatever you're cooking it with, like the meat or the um, taco or something like, you know, because even if you make, say, nachos, as opposed to something healthy like, like um, broccoli and cheese, that... If it's if you cook enough that the cheese goes liquid, like what we often want, then with this particular one, because it doesn't have milk, you will end up burning whatever is with it, like the broccoli or the whatever. Yeah. So cook it like I, I have a serving of broccoli and I put it in there for about 30 seconds to 45 seconds. Then it looks like it's still solid. And only slightly melted, but it has the fully melted flavor to it, to the cheese. Yeah. And that's why I just nook the cheese on there after I have already cooked the main dish. Mm -hmm. And that's the only um, really, I guess you could say con in terms of pro and cons that I have found to vegan cheese in general, regardless of which brand. Um, which is just something scientific because we don't have the milk. Yeah. So if you try that, then first start with not cooking it long enough to actually fully melt, but enough to just cook the broccoli or whatever you have it on top of. So it's just a slice bit, like 30 or 45 seconds or something. Yeah. What do you think of that idea, Kurt? Kurt, are you with us? Yep. It sounds like good, healthy conversation, as it were. It sounds like you're getting motivated, Emily, to, um, you know, keep working on your diet and food choices and examining 
you know, um, you know where you need to get different nutrition and make a shift. And um, so, Emily, what do you think? You want to do a compilation for us every week as you're going about things throughout the week and you're serving yourself things up? Go ahead and take a snapshot, make a collage for us, and show us what the Emily Gallmer consumption of the week is. And then we take a look at how we can make shifts week by week. What do you think, Emily? Yeah, and if you take pictures of the food, then on the next episode, put, share your screen that shows the picture from the prior week. Yeah, can maybe do something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, take a picture of your food, share it, and it's just the picture of whichever meal that you sampled whatever was the product of the prior so, show. So, so, so the, take a picture of the uh, each of the things in it or after it's before it's made or already? Like Once it's assembled and it's ready to eat and it's got whatever food, like in this case, diet cheese. Like okay. whatever you make that has diet cheese, take a picture and then you know, even if you do multiple meals, because, you know, one package could feed you, like in this case, um, let's see, how many of these are there? Like, this one package of diet, well, anyways, this one package of the slices has 10 slices, so... You know, it could that would be if you were one of those like me where you shopped your groceries each week, this would get you at least one week of different things using sliced cheese. So even if you took two weeks to eat it because you didn't eat it every day, but, you know, whenever you make something using the ingredients, take a picture of it and give us a spill about your opinion of the flavor using that particular product on your whatever cooking. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. Yeah, then you can be be the source of a real testimony beyond just myself of the the flavor, texture, other stuff like that, and help create ideas of what to do with the certain ingredient that I bring about each week. Yes. That'd be cool. So, and next week it'll be cheese. Well, I guess you could say this week, meaning what our next episode, what you would be presenting an opinion. Yes. So, are we going to have to say, uh, what the next thing for the next week is every time, or is there going to be like a surprise every every week? It'll be a surprise based on my stock. <laughs> but we can always tell our listeners it will be another food, whether it's something like a meal or it's something used as ingredients, like today, like today's. Uh, a diet cheddar cheese that's a ingredient for making a healthy meal but either way it will be a surprise as to what is our next gluten-free soy-free egg-free and dairy-free um, food option to making or enjoying common popular meals while being healthy at the same time as free of our allergens. Right. Kurt, are you with us? Kurt. Man, we got a Kurt joke here. We're talking to a ghost of Kurt. Yes, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so what do you what do you have an opinion about what we just talked about? I think it's Ghost Kurt now. Oh, yeah. I guess we lost Yep, Kurt. it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it must have been a ghost because we lost him. <laughs> Boof. And he's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, wait, I think I see him trying to get back in. Yep, I'm back in. I had a sound issue there, apparently. So what's oh, okay, on? we were wondering. I just said poof and you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're so did you hear? Your... I'm exercising my what? Your powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so. so did you hear our conversation uh, based on whenever you lost sound where we were talking about Emily and the the trying different ingredients and then her asking me about uh, if I will give people notice ahead of time or surprise them with what's the next food option? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, we got a good series going here, and it sounds like we might be following the trails of Emily M. Gomer and her diet for nutrition. While using options free of the four allergens. Right. Wait, say that again. We're using three out Three options. For you, while using board. while using food free of the four allergens. Gotcha. And these are allergens you're concerned with because you have food allergies. True, but they're but they're getting to be more common. It's more common at least in my part of the US. Um and even somewhat in my dad's area in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um but it kind of starts on the West Coast and moves to the East Coast. Health concerns say most of them originate the findings of different stuff like this, the allergies, food allergies, and options. They're free of different allergens, usually start in California. There's a lot more health-conscious people in, like, it's a bigger percentage of the population in California than it is in North Carolina. But then it's also a bigger concern in Texas than it is in North Carolina. But we don't compare to, then again, California. So this stuff may already be popular in certain parts of, of the U.S. While other places, um, people may not have even heard about this. Or we may have people like Emily that have seen it but didn't even know that it was allergen-free. But I'm saying this for the because there are a lot more of us that as this is hitting our regional area, we're realizing, hey, yeah, we have a food allergy to this. Because look, if I eat these certain things, they're free of whichever ingredients. I don't have this certain reaction. Um, so this is just kind of an awareness of different food options for those of us who speculate we may have allergies or we know we do and just want more to know more options of what we can eat yeah what did you say it broke up a variety of options everybody right different choices but we need to um it's almost 10 o'clock so we need to go on with our announcements does, does anybody have any announcements that they would like to share with everybody 
Kurt and Emily, do you have any announcements? Uh, uh, first one. For... Emily does. I know that. I think you. <laughs> one is um, on to save the date of uh, March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Um, is it for this? Yes, for the International Day of Happiness. Um, and to um, to get their tickets ASAP. Um, as is because of starting in January, the price is going to go from $20, uh, uh, go up from 20, it's $20 now, but it'll go up in January. So it would have been, uh, graduated by to get there, get ASAP. Um, and we are looking to break the world Guinness record of for number of speed networkers. Uh, so that's set at 1,068 right now, but we're looking to um, get more than Eight. that. Um, and Kurt, okay, what do you have? Oh, Emily, really? Oh, my gosh, you let me down big time. Well, I thought we were going to have every activity in the next 72 well, I was, hours. I was giving you a chance to say one or two, but I will say. Oh, yeah. I will say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. Um, we caught you. Talk about confessions. Yes, like Jennifer was calling me out. I get to call you out. Just confess. You, you weren't <laughs> thinking about me. Okay. Um, well, I've got on the screen about Project Die Hard. Dot or is it dot org? Yes. Yes. Okay. Which is uh, Kurt and Emily's um, organization? Can you tell us, Kurt, about Project Die Hard while I have it on the screen? Yeah, Project Die Hard is a fantastic uh, veteran service organization uh, committed to serving veterans. It is uh, founded for the purpose of serving veteran suicide, a huge issue where um, from decades past, it's been brought forward that um, an old statistic that is still well known, 22 vets a day um, being lost to suicide. And beginning of the year, uh, we were talking about an update to that, that it's more like 33 veterans a day, but actually in the last month, um, I'm getting feedback um, through my networks that um, I really should be looking at it really approaching 44 veterans a day now. So it's just really an issue that's out of control and not being mitigated, um, you know, to keep it from a growing statistic, which is really sad. And so, yeah, we are proud of our work with Project Die Hard and really plugging for its success to allow the number of lives lost, veterans' lives lost to suicide, to rally together around the world to finally get it to that number can start to plummet downward. So there you go. So that's projectdiehard.org. That's project, D-I-E-H-A-R-D.org, where you'll find more related to what Kurt has just told you about. Uh, and one, uh, other, one other thing. Go ahead. Uh, the on Wednesday I encourage everybody to um, join us in all of our or in any of our any of our activities. To help celebrate uh, that, celebrate that it's Kurt's birthday. Uh, to the big five one. So even if it's just putting it into whatever, just for bad, just to say happy birthday. Um, Kurt's everybody to help us celebrate. Okay, yeah. but for for those that are on my channel, where can we tell them to go 
to find these different activities. Carrie, you want to say about that? Uh, we do have it posted on LinkedIn and Facebook. So if you search my name, Kurt Roscoff, and birthday, um, you'll likely find the event postings. And you can also contact us directly, Kurt, K-U-R-T, at projectdiehard.org. And you can call and or text me at 262-372-1754. I hope that helps. Is it R-O-S-K-O-P-H? Uh, no H in my name. It's um, an F as in Frank at the end. R-O-S-K. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, I read it wrong. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> There's a joke. There's a joke about a tutor not knowing how to read your letters. Is that it, Kurt? Um, I'm not seeing what you're posing. So I on the bottom can't... of the screen, it says your name, Kurt R O S K O P F. Oh yes, there we go. <laughs> I'm just used to seeing my name. I didn't think of it. So yeah, that that is correct. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, this is how you spell Kurt's name. R it's Kurt K U R T. His last name, R-O-S-K-O-P-F. And then you said to look up your name and what, Kurt, to find you on LinkedIn? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook, and you can also find the event uh, for my birthday. So Kurt Roscoff birthday should also be findable in both LinkedIn and um, Facebook. Yeah. And for listeners, um, this Kurt um, Roscoff birthday is in two days from now. So that means November 30th. Today, when we're airing this, is Monday, November 28th of 2022. <clears throat> um, do we have any more announcements for y'all before I go to our certain positions? Okay. Because are then, the two ones at the moment. Okay. So, um, hey, all listeners and viewers, it, we are looking for a social media candidate to help monitor and uh, post, make videos, etc., um, and help out with our social media. If you believe you're the candidate and the best fit for it or would like to be considered, please go to www.calendly.com slash Jen's Books and More. That's calendly.com slash J-E-N-N-S Books and More. Similarly, we are looking for a virtual assistant and if you believe you're the the right fit for our virtual assistant position or would like to be considered, <clears throat> please also go to www.calendly.com slash J-E-N-N-S books and more. And so the two positions, it's the same link, the same place where you go to visit to get on our calendar. But the two positions are, one, a virtual assistant candidate and a um, social media candidate for managing our social media. If you believe you're fit for either position, please schedule a time on our calendar using Calendly. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash J-E-N-N-S, books and more. We hope to find the right candidate or two to fill this, uh, what could be one or one in, or two positions, or even uh, possibly being done by two virtual assistants. Um, 
but either way, um, we are looking forward to finding those of you who are in one of these fields or lines of work that uh, would like to be considered to be a part of our podcast team. Uh, and then please subscribe to our podcast at JAWS Coffee Chat. That's J-A-W-S Coffee Chat on your favorite podcast app or on our social media where you find this streaming. You can also check out our website uh, to learn more about us, see our podcast shows, all of them, as well as uh, other uh, products and things we and services we have to offer at www.jensbooksandmore.com. That's J-E-N-N-S, booksandmore.com. Over to you, Emily. All right, I wanted to uh, thank everybody. Uh, thank Kurt and Jennifer and everybody who's here and who has tuned in. Uh, our next episode of Jaws Diet uh, will be next Monday. Uh, next Monday, which is December December 5th. And I'm going on to uh, make sure it's for encourage everybody to subscribe to our channels or pages where you found us and to check out our website to find more about this and other shows. At jensbooksandmore.com. Uh, That's J E N N S booksandmore.com. Till next time, I wish you a productive and enjoyable week. See everybody next week.